You're listening to Rama for Today. And so he was sitting on platform. He could see my note. He said after he said, Brother, they ain't loan me your notes, will you? He said, uh, I'll get them back to you tomorrow. I'll have service tomorrow night, but I'll send them back here by one of my folks. Said, I won't type the, I heard you preach, and I know I'm, I'm a minister, you know, and I know you've got that outline, but I heard you, see, so I'll be able to put the meat on the skeleton outline because I heard you preach. And he said, uh, uh, I'm going to preach that sermon Sunday morning in my church, your same sermon you preached. And then when I get through, I'm going to have this man that was healed out of the wheelchair to testify. And then he said, I'm going to invite all the sick of my congregation to come down to the front and I'm going to lay hands on them for that they may be healed. Public healing meeting. Praise God. Well, you see, God started healing the sick then when they began to preach it. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Healing, How to Receive It and How to Keep It, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Let's talk about how to appropriate this healing that is ours. You see, here's where we miss it again now. Some folks think, well, you know, if that's so, Brother Hagan, why don't we have that in our church? Well, you know somebody might say this over in the foreign land that's got to, you know, worship in some kind of gods or idols. Well, now, if it's so that Jesus, the Son of God, and salvation, why don't they preach it in our group? Well, hadn't anybody gone and told him yet many times? Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Are you listening? You see, it just won't fall on you automatically just because it's yours. Somebody might sit around and say, well, if I've got the right to vote, why, why, don't, why, don't, uh, why don't they bring it to me? Well, no, you've got to go there to vote. You've got to take advantage of your rights, of what belongs to you. Are you listening to me? Spiritual things are the same way. Just because it belongs to you, it don't just fall on you like ripe cherries off of a tree. You see, it has to be preached. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Then sometimes some perfectly good people don't always see in the Bible what belongs to them, so they don't preach it and don't believe it, and God can't work even though he wants to. A lady said to me one time, in fact, she brought her daughter. She's a very wealthy woman. She, after his family was grown and married and moved away, she and her husband got into the full gospel movement. But anyway, she went to get her daughter because her daughter was uh, facing major surgery. They were going to fly a, a surgeon in from Chicago to operate on her. This is back in the 50s. And uh, they paid him alone his one fee. The one doctor was $6,000. And then uh, some of the other doctors, so much money in the hospital bill, it's going to cost thousands of dollars. And, and she and her husband didn't have all the money. They borrowed it from her mother. And so her mother went to get her and brought her over and wanted me to minister to her. Well, I sensed the moment that they came into the room, I was standing in the parsonage. She brought in the afternoon to the parsonage and uh, that, uh, you know, she really didn't want to be prayed for. And, of course, under those kind of conditions, not going to receive anything. So I said, let's sit down and talk. Well, the mother said, oh, I want to, you know, I've driven 120 miles over there and 120 miles back. And then I'm going to take her back this afternoon and come back. And at my age, you know, and all, said, I'm going to try to get back for service tonight, so we're in a hurry. Well, I said, I don't want to be mean about it, but if you're in that big a hurry, well, just go ahead. I'll just not minister to the lady. 
Well, she said, all right then. So they sat down. Every time I'd ask the, the daughter something, the mother would answer it. Finally, I said, I don't want to be mean and ugly about it, but it's not you that need healing. It's she. And I said, if you don't let her talk, well, I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fool with her. I'm just going to dismiss the situation and go to my room. Finally, she said, well, all right. So I said to this daughter, do you believe in divine healing? She said, well, now, just to be perfectly honest, I said, don't just be perfectly honest. Be brutally frank about it. <laughs> Amen. Just be brutally frank about it. Well, no, she said, I don't. I said, I knew that the minute you walked in the door. I perceived that. And, uh, well, she said, I'll tell you, Brother Aiken, she said, uh, if it was so, they would preach it in my church, and my pastor don't preach it, so it must not be so. Well, I said, maybe your pastor don't know everything. I said the wrong thing. She sort of fired up at me, but the Bible said a soft answer turns away wrath. And I said, now, wait a minute. What church do you remember? Well, I said the First Baptist Church. Well, I said, I was a member of the First Baptist Church in such, such a town for many years. They didn't preach healing. But I said, as a Baptist boy in the bed of affliction, I saw it. And there's a time I didn't see it. Then I did see it. And when I saw it, I received my healing. Been healed ever since then. Maybe he's a good man, fine man. I said, I was a good person. I was saved, just as much saved before as I was after, but I just didn't see it. See? But then as I got into the Word, I began to see it. Maybe he just hadn't seen it yet. I said, well, I want to ask you a question. I'm not saying it says it, because I knew it did, but I said, if the Bible said himself took your infirmities and bear your sicknesses, would it be his will to heal you? She said, well, certainly. Well, I said, there's a Bible line right there on the table by your chair. Pick it up. She picked it up, looked at it. I wanted to be sure. First of all, see, she's Baptist, so she, she wants to be sure, you know, and it's, it says it's a Schofield, so it must be all right. <laughs> you know, if you're Baptist, it must be. And so uh, I had her open it to Matthew 8, 17, and she read out loud, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now, the Bible was lying in her lap, you see, and she had her head down. I waited a few moments to see what she'd say, and she looked up, and tears were glistening in her eyes, and she said, you know, Brother Hagin said, uh, it, it does say that, doesn't it? I said, yes, it does. Well, she said, I'm sure my pastor's a good man. Maybe he just hadn't seen it, but I can see it's in there, and, and it belongs to me, and you know, bless God, she received her healing. We could pray then. She laid hands on her, and she received her healing. Now, her husband was honest, because, see, but, but uh, the, the next year... I preached just three days in her town in the uh, First Assembly of God Church, just Monday night, Wednesday night, uh, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night, just three nights. And on Monday night, there was a gentleman there in a wheelchair, an older fella, and when we laid hands on him, he got up and walked out of the wheelchair, and I sat down in the wheelchair, and he pushed me up and down the aisles. <laughs> Amen. Now, on, on Tuesday night... I would go out. We didn't start the service. This is in the summertime. We didn't start till 7.45. And then I, I went out uh, at 8.15 because I'd just stay back in the back room and pray. You see, and go out fresh from the presence of God into the service. And, and when I went out about 8.15, the, the, the song leaders up here leading congregation. I had nobody in the choir, just congregational singing, building full. I saw a very distinguished looking gentleman sitting here. Uh, by the pastor, and I sat down by him. You see, three of us sitting here. So the pastor reached over and said, Brother Egan, I want you to read, meet Reverend so-and-so. He's pastor of the First Baptist Church here in the city. So I shook hands with him, and he said to me, he said, Brother Hagin, he said, uh, I'm mighty glad to meet you. He said, uh, 
You know, I've already got up and apologized to this church. And now then, I won't apologize to you. He said, you know, I've fought healing for years and said it's not so because I didn't see what the Bible was saying. But he said, that man that was healed last night is a member of my church. And said, if you've ever been by our church, and they've got a new one now, but then they still were in an old build, older building, been built years ago, and had high steps going to it, you'll see a ramp that's been built. We built that especially for this fellow. He's been in that chair for about seven years. He'd had two strokes, you see and was paralyzed. And we built that ramp. He never misses church. And I drove downtown this morning, parked by the curb down on the main street, you know, and, uh, and I got out of the car and was putting some money, you know, in the meter, and I looked down the street, and here he come walking down the street. He said, I like to fell over. <laughs> I knew he'd been bound to that chair for these seven years. And I rushed up to meet him to see what happened. He said, well, I was over there at the First Assembly of God Church last night. He said, this fellow used to be a Baptist pastor over there, laid hands on me, and God healed me. Now, he said, some folks tried to tell me, he said, man, I just got thrilled right out on the street and began to rejoice with him. Said, I know, said, somebody said the devil. He said, I got enough sense to know the devil's not healing the Baptist. <laughs> Amen. And so he said, I just want to thank God. Said, I got up and told this church, I want to thank God for a church that, that held fast to preaching the truth when some of us folks should have been a preacher and didn't see it. Now, see, he was just like that lady said, like I told her, honest and sincere, just hadn't seen it. And so then I preached on Tuesday night on the double cure. See, he not only died for the remission of our sins and the new birth, but he died that, that we could be healed also, with his stripes we're healed. And, 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 of course, being Baptist, I always learn to preach from notes, you see. I've got notes on every sermon I ever preached. And so he was sitting on the platform. He could see my notes. He said after it, said, Brother, they ain't loan me your notes, will you? He said, uh, I'll get them back to you tomorrow. I'll have service tomorrow night, but I'll send them back here by one of my folks. said, I won't type that. I heard you preach, and I know I'm, I'm a minister, you know, and I know you've got that outline, but I heard you, see, so I'll be able to put the meat on the skeleton outline because I heard you preach. And he said, uh, uh, I'm going to preach that sermon Sunday morning in my church, your same sermon you preached. And then when I get through, I'm going to have this man that was healed out of the wheelchair to testify. And then he said, I'm going to invite all the sick of my congregation to come down the front and I'm going to lay hands on them for that they may be healed. Public healing meeting. Praise God. Well, you see, God started healing the sick then when they began to preach it. You see? Amen. That's when it happens. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. See? Now then. One way that this healing that belongs to us can be appropriated is by the laying on of hands. Jesus said these signs will follow them to believe they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Praise God. And so we'll lay our hands upon the sick in a few moments, the conclusion of this service that they may be healed. Now then, I want to spend the last few moments today of this message talking about why healing is lost. I've had people to say to me, I felt perfectly well for several days after you prayed for me, after you laid hands on me. Then all the symptoms have come back, and, and i just, uh, just uh, you know, been in hell almost ever since then. Can you tell me what is the difficulty? Well, yes, thank God I can. It's very easy. You see, it's very simple. You received healing through another's faith. Sometimes folks receive healing because of a mass faith. You can take a big crowd together and everybody believe in God and it's easy to believe. Or sometimes through a special manifestation of the Holy Spirit, through gifts of the Spirit, gifts of healings and so on, you see. 
Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month we're offering three Bible study courses by Kenneth E. Hagen on faith, healing, and the Holy Spirit and His gifts. Also in this package is Brother Hagen's Faith Food Daily Devotional for Summer and a book by Kenneth W. Hagen titled, What Comes After Faith. Lastly is Lynette Hagen's four-CD set, Releasing God's Power Through Prayer. All these items at the special discounted price of $80. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Listen, we've got RBTC Fall Enrollment. Yes. Uh, you can still apply all the way up to August the 15th. Mm-hmm. You can go to rbtc.org and slash apply, and it gives you all the information about applying and so forth. Or if you don't want to apply, uh, you're not you 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 just want to know more about the school. You can yes. find out uh, all about the school there also if you go to rbtc.org and they'll give you all that information. That's right. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, healing, how to receive it, and how to keep it. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.